Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Now this week I wanted to talk a little bit about toxic productivity quote unquote. Now this is a term that I know only came around in the last couple years but as a sort of phenomenon actually has existed for quite a long time. What it is generally defined as is overworking at the expense of other facets of your life. Basically it's measuring your self-worth by how much you accomplish. Start off with something work related but now has sort of spread out into other areas of your life as well and being productive can become sort of a character trait for some people or something that they strive for. Some ways that this can manifest in our lives is feeling like you're wasting time when reading a book or relaxing in front of a tv if it's not work related or a self workbook one of those self-improvement that's what I'm thinking of a book like that if it's just something for joy you feel like you're wasting your time you might feel guilty for taking time off. You might be working extra hours often, either on work or both work non-work projects. You might be not able to do activities without a set goal or objective. For example, like if you like running, maybe you can't just go for a, a short run. It has to be a 5k, it has to be a 10k, it has to be a training plan, etc, etc. Maybe necessary activities are no longer deemed important. So you're starting to not concentrate on things like cooking, sleeping enough, socialising, all of that is deemed not as important as work or that productive goal or whatever it is that you have in mind. You may be experiencing increased anxiety, worry that you're never doing enough or also start to experience symptoms of depression. You may be someone who experiences burnout often and you may feel like you just can't turn off. Sound familiar? A lot of people have been through this and it's really really common especially with the sort of hustle culture that we have. So what does cause it slash what can it cause so it can lead to a range of effects on our mental health especially stress levels which is why burnout often occurs physically it can lead to loss of sleep headaches not eating enough maybe you get increased bouts of illness because that stress is just taking its toll on your immune system mentally that increased anxiety stress maybe you get depression other mental health conditions start to arise emotionally you might feel disconnected low self-worth maybe a lack of purpose if it's not defined and goal-oriented Socially, maybe you prioritise work over your relationship so you feel alone, isolated and that you're just socially not really engaging with others around you. Productivity can be a great thing but you have to ask yourself whether it's affecting your health, sleep, social relationships etc etc. As with anything it's about finding that balance that works for you. So just like how dieting and diet culture is that cycle of a culture breeds a phenomenon and that causes an issue exactly the same. When it comes to productivity we have hustle culture, that diet culture equivalent. So it glamorises working all day every day, no days off, grinding, always doing, always working, always striving. There's got to be a goal, there's got to be an improvement, there's tick boxes all the time. And often the iceberg analogy sort of applies here, so underlying issues cause a symptom that is toxic productivity. So taking time off might not be the remedy. So if you're feeling that lack of purpose, if you're feeling like you constantly need to be busy. There may be other things that toxic productivity is just sort of covering. Why do we do it if it's not good for us? So apparently it's a distraction. We get a little dopamine hit 
And most importantly, we feel in control. I know when I'm productive, I feel like I've got my life together, for lack of a better sort of phrasing of it. We feel like everything's out of control, but if I can get my work done, I can just push a little hard at work, I'm in control, I'm on the right path, etc, etc. It helps our brain feel like everything is is under control. The same happens with a lot of diets. When everything in life is out of control, we restrict our eating and that makes us feel in control of our body and therefore our life. But it becomes an over-control and that's where some disordered eating can occur. Exactly the same thing. Productivity starts off as positive when it becomes a crutch and a focus and drowns out other things. It can have a negative effect on your health. It can also act as a bandage over a wound of what is actually stressing you out. Because as long as your planner is neat, time is blocked out for the rest of the week, you've even got time for journal, hashtag self-care, it doesn't matter how other things are going in your life and other things you might be neglecting. Sounds harsh, but it's true. So it may be a thing that if you do experience it, you start to think about anything that's a little deeper that you might be experiencing. And there is no link between self-worth and productivity. So in the same way that we say your eating is not a direct link to your moral value, how much work you do is not a direct link to your moral value. You're valuable even if you do no work. Your self-worth is not affected by anything external. Worthiness is an idea that we've grown up with. That certain things make you more or less worthy of success, greatness, etc. Chances are your idea of what makes someone worthy is different from the person next to you. But being human makes you worthy of all the things that we crave. Love, success, all the rest, and that sounds really wishy-washy, but it's a fact. We've just added a moral value to work to change this. Do you think of your friends as less worthy of your friendship if they were less productive at work? Or if they lost their job? No? But if you didn't work as much as you did, would that change how you feel about yourself? Maybe list all of your strengths that aren't work-related. If you get a friend, family member to describe your best qualities, would they say things like, oh, she works really hard and gets all their reports done on time? Or they spend their evenings doing extra work? They skip to social occasions? I doubt it. It will be things like sense of humour, listening. Maybe they say you're hard-working, but again, it's that line of hard-working versus diminishing returns of overworking. And how does this relate? to intuitive eating. So often when we're focused on control in our lives, that causes such a productivity focus. It's not a large leap to diets. Like I said, there are those parallels, diet culture, hustle culture, etc, etc. Dieting can be seen as a tool to help us be, quote unquote, more productive, or even food may be an area of productivity. So productivity naturally applies to work, business, etc. But you could say, I'm really productive with my food or with my health. I'm making meal plans. I'm making reels, TikToks about what I'm eating, I'm really focused on a diet, I'm doing 75 hard, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this lifestyle challenge. That is a diet by another name, but it is all in the thing of productivity as an umbrella term. Or movement, maybe it's I'm running every day, I'm working out religiously and that is productive for me at the expense of other things. So there are a lot of parallels and actually you can use intuitive eating as a tool to help if you're going a little overboard with the productivity. So parallels can be useful. Intuitive eating can get you started tuning into your body, practicing more self-care, and above all, be a messy mood, which helps with that productivity focus on that perfection. It's a journey with no success, just learning opportunities. So already it has that stepping away from objective focused ways of working. So some of the sort of facets of intuitive eating that can help 
is firstly mindfulness intuitive eating helps us build on our mindfulness when eating being present with nothing else in our brain we can just sit and be and often it's used with exercises when eating so maybe it's getting rid of distractions tuning into flavor taste sensation when you're eating maybe it's use mindfulness when going for a walk or when doing certain movement but when building this mindfulness we're not always striving for the next thing the next thing we can just sit where we are for a minute and switch off which i know a lot of people that are in that sort of productivity cycle can't switch off they feel like they constantly need to strive for something else so having the ability to just pause for a second switch off and go nothing is as urgent as i thought it was second thing rejecting diet culture so this is the first principle of intuitive eating and it focuses on moving away from food rules and societal pressure sound familiar there's that pressure to always be productive it can help you just get out of this way of thinking that black and white yes and no success and failure and into those gray areas you're not a failure if you didn't work a certain amount of hours it's all gray actually your success this week was spending more time with friends and family or being a bit more mindful that's not black and white thinking it's in that sort of flexible there is no idea of success what is my idea of success and the next one is tuning into your hunger cues so this can start to help you tune in with what your body needs if you've been ignoring your hunger for a long time tuning back into it can take some time to reawaken these signals but actually when you notice you're hungry at work you're more likely to take a break or you might start to notice ah this symptom often means i'm tired or i'm stressed i'm starting to feel this this often happens when i'm maybe starting to get a bit burnt out being able to tune in with that earlier will stop that cycle of burnout crashing that often we experience where we push it too hard and then have to take quite a long break before we then push it hard because we feel quite guilty so tuning in earlier and sort of knowing what your body needs learning to listen to that becomes super helpful in a whole range of contexts even though it might start with hunger cues intuitive eating also focuses on flexibility when it comes to your approach to food and movement so if you can be a bit more flexible in other areas especially when it comes to productivity it will allow for more breaks more time to again listen to what your body needs while still maybe meeting those overall goals if you do have serious objectives that you want to meet intuitive eating includes a focus on rest and self-care and a real sort of stressor of self-care in intuitive eating and i know when i work through it with clients is self-care is not take all the time off do nothing unless that's what you need often it's saying no to plans saying no to more work setting boundaries knowing what your role is and how much you want to do knowing when something isn't serving you maybe you need to move on and find something else it's the difficult forms of self-care as well as the fun more let's relax have a pamper day self-care intuitive eating focuses on what you're capable of not how you look as you move away from your worth being based on your body you start to realize you're enough as you are even if it's not body positivity it's body neutrality and focusing on what you can do and all the things you're capable of same thing with productivity you start to move away from i come across a person who's very productive i look like i'm hard working all the time i've got to project this image of busyness etc etc to you know what i'm fine as i am and how much i want to do and how much i'm capable of because i can do a lot of things but i don't need to be doing everything the next thing is emotional eating is introduced allowed and explained 
emotions are to be met as they are, and the mechanisms are found to deal with them. So emotional eating, absolutely fine. But other tools, yeah, tools are added to the toolkit so you can deal with emotions when they arise. And often sort of toxic productivity, as it's sort of being termed, goes hand in hand with people that are fairly anxious or struggling a little bit with stress or again that bandage analogy of other things are being covered by a strive to work and intuitive eating helps you focus on maybe we need to get to the root of these emotions maybe we can use food to help us maybe we can build some other skills but we're not burying them and covering them with something else as well as noticing actually being this productive is making me stressed being this productive is making me anxious starting to put names to those emotions and notice them. Intuitive eating moves you out of that guilt-shame cycle. Rejecting guilt based on what you eat may help you reject the guilt from how productive you are or aren't. So it starts to, again, remove guilt and shame from what you do and how you act. You shouldn't feel guilty for not doing extra work or for not pushing it if you don't have 100% to give that day. Intuitive eating helps you build a base of self-compassion and giving yourself grace. Knowing you will mess up, and that's okay. I know when you're in this sort of cycle of toxic productivity in life, you've always got to be doing more, achieving more, etc. Often then if you do burn out, or you get sick, or something that slows that momentum, it's really easy to get into that, I should be doing more, and not giving yourself that grace of, I'm doing enough and I'm doing the best I can. Intuitive eating helps you build that ability to say, I'm doing what I can, maybe I need some help with these things, maybe I need to work on this, but here's where I'm at. So, let's start to introduce some little strategies to help recognise and combat some maybe everyday situations where you might be experiencing that. This is not a list of everything, and what I would invite you to do is start to think about, are you someone who feels the need to always be productive and pushing and pushing and pushing? Why is that maybe? Is there a small step you can take to help you maybe detach from that a little bit? Has it become something that is entwined with your self-worth? Because someone likes to journal, do that. If not, just have a little time to think about it. But on to the strategy. So, first one, schedule in rest. And reframe it as needed for you to function. It's not time for you to do nothing and feel guilty. Often people argue you need to rest for true productivity. But that treats the symptom a little bit, not the problem. You're still doing it with the aim of productivity. Think of it as a respite. Think of it as needed. Do not spend your rest time thinking about what you're going to do in your productive time. That is not resting. That is mentally still working. But your body doesn't do anything. Give yourself true rest. Get friends and family involved if you need to, to give yourself some time off. Especially mentally, if you feel like you can't switch off. Second thing, use methods such as the eyes and how a method to prioritise work. I talked about this a little bit in the goal setting. It's basically a two by two table. Urgent, important, not urgent, not important. So you can start to see what is really needed, what maybe is urgent, but maybe for later, and what have you been putting on your to-do list and really feeling guilty for not doing but actually you've realised it's not important at all maybe it can go to someone else maybe it's for another time then just do what is most of a priority for you the minimum amount you need to do maybe you do more maybe you do less but it helps you see it 
as an overall picture. Number three, do nothing. Practice not having a purpose. Maybe a walk with no destination. Maybe you start meditating. Maybe you sit at home and you try something arty like drawing or anything like that where it's there is no purpose to it there is no objective there is nothing measurable you're not going to track it you're not going to take a picture of it you're not going to share about it unless you want to you're just going to do it number four tap into your support network and this is kind of a strategy i talk about with everything because they really do help when you're trying to turn inwards and change behavior so find people you can turn to when you're overwhelmed and they can help you rationalise and help when you're spiralling a little bit. But also people that you can do nothing with. You can say, look, I need to relax. I've got a lot on my mind. I'm constantly in this cycle of thinking about work. Can we do this? Can you help with this? Even just people that can sometimes be harsh and just say, look, you're doing too much. I've had it often with family where they've said, look, you're accidentally taking on too much again because I'm someone who's got in that cycle quite a few times and then I go okay you know the signs of I'm getting burnt out and you can tell me about it and that will help just bring me back number five practice saying no maybe start with something small but standing firm reinforces that no is a complete sentence the more you practice it the easier it gets I used to be terrible at saying no I started doing it, realised the world didn't fall apart when I said no to doing extra work. Et voila. The more you do it, the more you get used to it, the more in control you feel using it. Next one, practice setting boundaries, which kind of links with the saying no. Set a time you will stop working, e.g. 9 to 5 and that's it. I'm going to put an out and office on. If anyone messages me, I'm not at work. Maybe it's saying no to more than a certain amount of work projects at a time. Maybe you make a point not to check emails after a certain time. Maybe you make a point to not answer the phone on weekends. You set boundaries that work for you and you enforce them. That's the main thing. You enforce them. If you let people push at them constantly, they're no longer boundaries. Next one, find a hobby you're bad at. And it sounds really silly, but it's really helpful when you're someone who is always striving. You often feel like you have to achieve perfection. And finding a hobby where you're like, you know what, I'm just terrible at this, but I enjoy it. And that's a key thing, you have to enjoy it. Don't do it just because you're bad at it. The more you do it, and you're bad at it, but you enjoy it, the less your brain goes, I must perfect this. It'll just be, I enjoy this, and I'm terrible at it, and that is a release in itself. Next thing, detach yourself. Laurie Ruetman? apologies, I wrote it down and didn't check the pronunciation, <laughs> calls it professional detachment. It's defined as understanding that your work is not the core of your identity. It's not turned into your self-worth. Your work is one part of your life, not the whole. It's that thing of if you've got friends to describe you, they shouldn't be describing your work. It should be so many other things. I know I'm terrible if someone says, like, introduce yourself, I'll start talking about what I do, but actually there's so many other things that you can talk about and that make up your life. Next thing, try and switch off every now and again. Maybe it's turning off electronics so you feel like you're not on or constantly wired and having to be accountable. Maybe it's taking some physical time away from those sort of devices. 
maybe it's, you know what, I'm just going to watch a TV show that I know my brain can just switch off. I have a few, normally they're like comfort TV shows where you can just relax. Maybe it's a mindful movement where you're not thinking about anything, you can just be present. Find what works for you and use that as a bit of a switch off. And then last one, work on a growth mindset. So think of productivity as a possibility for growth, not success, failure. Again, we're not thinking about that black and white. We're just thinking, what do I need to do? What is success to me? I can actually still get to where I want to go, if that's the aim, without having to burn myself out in the process. I can grow, develop these skills. Maybe it takes a little longer on the timeline, but it's not now or never. And just to say that if you feel like you're, you've got fear of failure, imposter syndrome, constant guilt, the unproductive, constant comparison, etc. It may be something that you want to talk to someone about or it may be something that you need to dive a little deeper with. But just like how we're surrounded by diet culture and dieting is not your fault. Constantly striving to be productive isn't when you're in a culture that promotes that. Hustle culture is really big. And we're at a time where we're monetizing productivity like never before with planners and apps and everything else pretty much everyone has a side hustle they can feel like just doing your job isn't enough anymore or not having a six-figure business means you're not winning but it's defining what success looks like to you and like i said productivity is great toxic productivity is defined as overworking at the expense of other facets of your life it's measuring your self-worth by how much you complete and that's when maybe you need to look at it because that relationship has become a little disordered. If you need any help, I'm always here to reach out to you, especially if it interweaves with your relationship to food. Like I said, productivity often started with sort of business, being quite business oriented, but it's kind of developed into that food space as well and movement and productivity as a way of masking what can be a disordered relationship with food and movement because you're just being productive when you keep pushing and pushing or a really overanalyzing how much you eat what you eat etc so if you do need help reach out discovery calls are available just click on the website or any of the links below as always any questions just send me a dm have a nice rest of your day